0: Outsiders Only, this
1: is Sky Terror.
0: Happy anniversary to us, it is the anniversary of us, thank you. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 52 of Sky Terror. nope, this isn't Sky Terror Sunday, this is Outsiders Only, the podcast for the fans, of the fans, and by the fans. If you had been listening to one episode a week, you would now have an entire year's worth of content. The first half of the year would be run by Blake and Christian, where everything was together. The second half would be run by me, Zerigal, and Corido, where everything is substantially more a mess, just like this introduction. Zerigal, how's it going?
1: <laughs> Hello there. Uh, I'm fine so far, and uh, this was another interesting introduction to this fine uh, educative entertaining show
0: <laughs> are we educative though i'm not sure what we've taught the people other than we don't edit out everyone's butchers and, yeah. and misfires
1: yeah so this episode is uh, neither about editing episodes
0: fine so excellent great, great progress already here we go so Uh, It has been a little bit of a while since we've done an episode from the last one. Of course, again, we are trying to get back to a semi-regular schedule, particularly now that Gen Con has concluded. As Giacomo has mentioned, with the conclusion of Gen Con, we are going to start looking at opening spoiler season. So Jericho, do we have any spoilers today?
1: I don't think so. No. Gotcha. <laughs> no. no. <laughs>
0: Fold them. So unfortunately, uh, what has happened is there has been a potential delay-ish with the shipping. And they want to, con- They they being PvP geeks, of course, want to confirm that everything is all well and good with the shipping before we go ahead and start dropping spoilers out. So we do ask that you be just a little bit more patient and then we will open the floodgates in the same way that the ancient Trojans <laughs> did after the horse was accepted.
1: Yes. <laughs> Hopefully we won't get any uh, Trojan horses. Yes, um, that would be
0: highly <laughs> unfortunate.
1: Yes, that <laughs> would be highly unfortunate. Um, yeah, I, I myself, for myself, I can't wait for the spotter season to open, but I really can understand PvP geeks that they want sure. to have their... Uh, Confirmation that everything is in line and Mm -hmm. on the schedule, so that when we open uh, Pandora's box, then uh, hopefully uh, everything is en route and uh, will be in your hands as soon as possible available for you to play.
0: Yes. So... Release yeah. schedule is planned. We are, So the release schedule, for those of you who have not heard it, because we are going to make a great presumption that some of you who have been brought in to the game from the Gen Con weekend, we did know that according to the field reports from Giacomo, Bearcat, C-Dubs, and Tapeworm, that the mm. demo tables were full pretty much the entire exhibition. So we assume that we have a few new listeners. Uh, Somehow you've managed to find us, and hopefully we have not scared you away in the first two minutes of this disaster. (laughs) But the release schedule is basically going to, as of right now, of course, still scheduled to change. But the idea is that the red-green and green-red heroes Mm -hmm. will be released first, followed by the blue-yellow and yellow-blue heroes a little bit later down the line.
1: Yes. So... So Oh, we 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 generally hope to see them uh, before the end of the year. The red, Correct. green, green, red. Yes. Um. Yeah. So make a great Christmas is. gift. <clears throat> yes. Awesome. Soft coffee and Yeah.
0: <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge.
1: <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> no, nothing to to get back into seriousness. Absolutely that's not. Quite, seriousness is it. highly overrated. Yeah. So uh, welcome to the new players and new listeners. Um we can't wait for uh, feedback from you guys there. Uh I'm uh yeah, I'm pretty curious how your introduction to SkyTear was and maybe there are some questions in the community. So just feel free to head over to the Discord uh, server from SkyTear so that uh yeah, you can just have a look into this awesome community. Um we are very open to new players and want to integrate them to the game uh, as soon as possible. And want we like to answer questions a lot. <laughs> yes. And there are going to be a lot of questions after Indeed. some yeah. so, introduction games. So please just head over there and ask questions or give us, especially us, a feedback uh, from podcast for the podcast uh, so that we might grab one of your... Uh, um, your topics your main topics and uh, get it on one of the next episodes as well indeed
0: as uh padre will attest padre when we had him visit the show a couple a uh, couple mm. episodes ago he mentioned you know hey this would be kind of a fun idea if you guys did something along this line and we integrated some of those ideas last episode and we're going to pick up with a couple more of those in just a minute once we manage to get some semblance of a track record but right now <laughs> we're just kind of spitballing the random skytale related news of course also do remember to sign up for the clash it does begin on the 22nd so likely if you guys are listening to this one it drops tomorrow or today depending on Mm -hmm. your time zone Mm -hmm. it is on the three lanes so do be aware of that and as far as i've seen we are making the amended rules of the three lane which means that Mm -hmm. you bring six heroes and draft five not bring six heroes and your opponent bans one uh which i was glad to see because um, otherwise, I know that everyone would just hate ban Yami, uh, yes, which is sure. to show that people <laughs> don't like fun. <laughs> people who ban Yami are people who are against fun.
1: No, uh, they just know that Yami is one of the best heroes in the game. They
0: maybe? are the kind of people that main Kenui. That's yes. all I have to
1: say. Ooh. <laughs> you don't want oh, to be that kind of person. But we are going to talk about Kenui, perhaps? No, we're not. Later- oh,
0: nope. I struck every <laughs> single mention of her from the script. There is no yeah. chance we bring her
1: up. That's true, but uh, you can't hold me back.
0: <laughs> that's a good point. Considering you're kind of our audio engineer, like I have absolutely no power, actually. I
1: just cut you out. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate. So uh, we Feels don't want mad, to cut man. anything. Um nope. So we are thankfully, especially to uh, Padre, who you mentioned now, Um mm-hmm that he had some questions for us after him being on one of the last episodes. Uh, And yeah, we really want to grab some of those topics again and just have a little talk, some thoughts about those topics. And um, yeah, for you listeners, feel free to just jump in into those discussions and give us feedback through Discord mainly uh, so that we can see what your thoughts will be about uh, first topic would be top 3 hero and card combos Ooh. to make your to make your opponent rage quit
0: yes because it's not okay. satisfying enough to beat someone you must make them feel utterly stressed out
1: yes absolutely so you just see uh, or let's imagine you you just see what heroes have been drafted by your opponent And you might have a look perhaps at some of the cards. So you play the first round or something and you see certain cards and you just say, okay, uh, I hate you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And And interestingly
0: enough, there's a theme to, to the top three heroes here, which I'm sure will be very apparent as we go through them. Which really should which really is a passive aggressive commentary and also by the way I would like to point out that Zarigal pitched these heroes and then I <laughs> yes. agreed with them so let's be very clear that this is not my list this is Zagal's list which should again tell you something about
1: the yeah, whole the, thing. the thing is uh I needed to make some notes before the episode uh, mm-hmm. so that so that I won't uh, forget any of my points that I had in mind sure and um, RG just agreed. That is correct. Yeah, I don't this, like this, confrontation. Yes, oh, oh sure. <laughs> 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 mi- this might be another case when we talk about canoeing. Um nope. <laughs> Okay, so let's get to the three heroes. So, Aji, I'm going to ask you why didn't you intervene when I did choose Astrida, Freihill, and Briva?
0: Why? Because those three heroes are anti-fun to begin with. Let's think about (laughs) why that is. So let's go down on the line first. We'll talk about Estrita first because, A, she's alphabetical order, but more importantly, she's the first one written on the script page. Yes. So Estrita, as we know, is one of the blue team's specialists. Very, very effective at lane controlling, but also anti-aggression. So as we know, of course, Estrita has two abilities, like all the other heroes, Uh, unless you're... Kamaya, which really you kind of have like one and a half, but you know, not going to talk about that. So of course, (laughs) Astrida, when shapeshifted, when she knocks off a minion, is able to then spawn a new minion for your side.
1: Yeah, by mm -hmm. she needs to lose HP. HP. Yeah, yes, yeah, sure.
0: So able to very quickly swing momentum of a lane,
1: Mm -hmm. like
0: most of the other specialists. However, she is not done. If a friendly hero is shapeshifted, uh-huh. within three of her, of course, as, as is the rule of Sky Tear, uh, and they decide to attack someone, that someone is now disarmed.
1: Yes. So that's <clears throat> that, that are two awesome skills, right? So you you have the ability to, sp- to not only kill an enemy minion, but to again spawn a friendly one? so mm-hmm. you get a plus two effect let's say in in mm-hmm. um control. terms of sure. control and you're able to either uh disarm enemy heroes by yourself so Astrid herself or you just uh trigger the skill uh, by by attacks that are made by friendly heroes and yeah that's now with the actual rule set pretty annoying as disarm is not only affecting your attack but also your um, your skirmish action. Yes. So that's another interesting side effect. And we, we must mention, uh, I think the best ultimate and the most annoying ultimate in the game is Astridas' ultimate.
0: Oh, 100%. No 100%. doubt about that.
1: Well, and why is that? Well,
0: Zergil, I'm going to tell you. Because Astridas' <laughs> ultimate, the Song of the Siren, just exhausts an enemy hero. That's it. Yeah, boom. Boom. You no <laughs> boom. longer get to take any actions with that hero.
1: It's like, uh, yeah, dodgeball, you're out. Yep. <laughs> I hit you, you're out.
0: Goodbye. You are yeah. the weakest link.
1: Yes. I love Anne absolutely.
0: Robinson. Oh, Anne Robinson is British. I think she's okay. British. Anyways, uh, we, get di- we get sidetracked again. So, <laughs> the other thing too, to build on your point of disarm as well, we're now starting to see the introduction of more cards that are based off of your attack score. Yes. And so as Zergil mentioned, the disarm remove reduces your attack value, not just the damage you deal on the attack, but your actual attack value. So mm-hmm. take a card, for example, like Lure of the Tainted, which does your attack plus a flip whenever an opponent gains mark. Mm-hmm. If they're disarmed, that Lure of the Tainted now does minus two damage. So... Yami, zero plus. Kamaya, mm-hmm. one plus. Habarat mm-hmm. or Akimo, two plus.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, disarming, especially uh, specialist, other mm-hmm. specialists, uh, will also help you. If the deck uh, of the other player isn't uh, a flip deck, let's say, so there are a lot of zeros or minus ones in there, then you're pretty sure that you can protect your own minions because yes. disarmed. Specialist who generally only has a two plus flip uh, won't be able to kill minions, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, which is his or her uh, main job generally. Yes, would you
0: say that it is their specialty?
1: Oh, <laughs> got him! <Yes>. <laughs> All
0: right, so. Uh, We've concluded that Estrita is terrible. Now, of course, we said that there were card combos because seeing Estrita alone, (laughs) unless you're Smeahs, is enough to already make you groan. Mm
1: -hmm. How can we make
0: Estrita worse? Well,
1: let's add
0: in some different effects. So as we mentioned, one of Estrita's kind of vulnerability points is the fact that in order to spawn those additional minions, she does have to sacrifice some HP. So as a result, one might think, hey, I'll just kill her off and then... We don't have to worry about that, right? Wrong. Mm-hmm. Put a redirect on her and have her redirect an attack to all those freshly minted minions.
1: Yeah, sounds good, right?
0: <laughs> you hate to see it.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Anti
0: fun. <laughs> you hate to see it.
1: Yeah, redirect is such a versatile card. Uh, I mean, uh, now in this setup, uh, only Astrida would be able to play it. Uh, but mm-hmm. there are other heroes, other blue heroes that. Uh, could help Astrida out to use the redirect, uh, yeah, but for no example. One plays to... Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Let me rethink. Yeah, but still, <laughs> redirect still is uh, generally pretty annoying uh, mm-hmm. if uh, if you get it in your face generally. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so, if you can't deal the damage against uh, Astrida, if you just uh, redirected to a minion as you mentioned or, or the outsider or something like that so redirect as surely one of the best cards in the game almost oh, yes one of the most played or valuable cards uh makes total sense to put it on a streeter and <clears throat> we were talking about control so uh i was thinking about at least one card that is going to help a streeter to provide even more control value and this is for sure presence yes as you get another point of value for your control and you can predict cards mm. so you could uh, predict uh, a lead from deck for example or you could predict uh, an attack for one of your next tier activations or something like that or a healing effect or, or so on so another very good card and uh generally a good combination uh with Astrida especially
0: and just a really good card in general like we yes. we won't beat the point because we've talked about presence enough on this show but presence is just such a good card like if you're playing even one hero with blue runes
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: don't have a presence I feel like you're making a mistake
1: yeah there's something going wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah why do you play blue If you don't want to play presence, right? (laughs)
0: Like the only reason that I would ever play blue is because I wanted to play presence. Okay. Oh, and
1: this won't happen. No. Okay.
0: Because red yellow is better.
1: Check. Um, You were mentioning Astrid's ability to uh, spawn Mm. a minion. Yes. So we can push that effect even more. (laughs) Let's do it again. (laughs) Yeah, just let. Let's do it again. Uh, So we just put a card like Bewitch on her. I mean, it's...
0: I cry every time.
1: Yeah, I mean, the side effect, it's a bad side effect, it's a minus one. Uh, So if you flip this card when you attack with Astrid and she's maybe uh, disarmed and no minion kill. um, Yikes! That might be a nice counter, but yeah. Generally, if you use Bewitch, you just uh, defeat an enemy minion, uh, adjacent... If I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. you just spawn a friendly one, yeah. Um, so that's an effect, for example, that uh, uh, Trakali can't prevent, correct? Uh, As it's defeating and mm-hmm. there's no damage dealt, so on. So safeguard nice, also can't prevent very. Nice. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I Ugh. think a very useful and annoying card in this combination. Do
0: mm-hmm. you know what really the ultimate counter to a Street is? Hmm the grill
1: the grill yeah uh (laughs) fired by hogosai
0: (laughs) yep slap slap that fish on there crisp it up and boom although of course i guess akimo would work well too because i get some people like sushi so
1: yeah he just slices her
0: correct (laughs) i'm hoping that we see more akimo with the uh the red green hero and the green red hero coming out because uh you know Really, I think the only time I regularly see a chemo is from Game Slayer's weird montage of heroes that, nevertheless, just runs over people
1: (laughs) because he's Game
0: Slayer. But like, no, seriously, like I don't see anyone regularly playing a chemo except for Game Slayer.
1: (laughs) Okay, nice. Um, Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. I mean, I already have some cards in mind that might help. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see what a uh, spoiler season will will bring. Yeah. Yes.
0: Speaking of spoiler season, I'll have to get my Yami guide updated.
1: Oh, mm. okay, gotta, with gotta the actual cards? With the, with the new well, the with the stuff. Breach. Oh, with the next stuff, okay. Yeah,
0: because it's it's current as of the breach right now, but okay. we'll have to update it for the, the red-green and the, the green-red expansion. Mm. And I'll, I'll probably do just just that update, and then we'll wait for the blue-yellow and yellow-blue and
1: update it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what what exactly you are going to update in in that constellation. Me yeah. too. We will find out. <laughs> we'll find out. We for sure uh, I'm pretty sure we we could use uh one of the episodes to just talk about this. Um, about the guide
0: update or just Yeah, why not? Oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with shameless self-promotion.
1: So, yes. Uh next hero in the setup was uh, Freihil. Who oh, we indeed. talking about that's an easy one with yeah. the cards, don't you why think? Why is
0: fragile annoying?
1: Yeah, why? Mm. Why could she be annoying? Mm. Uh, Hold on,
0: this is where we spam the thinking emoji.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <speaking> 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 why is <Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo>?
0: she annoying? Right, we gotta go any further, otherwise we're gonna get hit by Okay. Time, yeah. right? <clears throat> Answer! If you said, what are healing cards, you would be correct.
1: Yes. Why do I want to put healing cards there? Uh, it's easy, because... Uh File has a really annoying uh shape-shifting ability.
0: Mm-hmm. And what is if, that shape-shifting ability?
1: If she's shapeshifted, uh her effect is called Mistress of uh Withering. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> she first of all has piercing, so she just turns into a mage. Mm-hmm. And secondly. Uh, when uh, when Freihel would heal an enemy, she may deal the same amount of damage instead. So what can you do with healing cards in this constellation? You just put out healing cards, heal that enemy, and instead of healing, you just turn it into damage. So every healing card like, I don't know, Sacrifice, um, uh, Shelter... For example, really? is a very good card, especially on Ashen Pass, as yes! sometimes rounds are really summing up and over uh, over five, for example, five plus rounds. So you really put some uh, great healing effects on there. So every healing card that you could imagine, you just uh, play with Heal on uh, an enemy hero and you just turn it into damage. So like, like direct damage cards, uh, in the Nupton card deck, mm-hmm. for example, it's uh, on Freyhelm's turn. Are all the healing cards in the blue and green constellations that are available?
0: Mm. I'm sense. Have we sensed the trend yet? Hmm. Mm. No, nope.
1: hmm. not
0: sure about that. Anyways, let's go for number three. Maybe we'll <laughs> maybe we'll be able to discern it. Because because to be fair, you know, we we say one data point. Is a statistic, is you know, is just a data point. Oh, Two yes. makes a line, three indicates, you know, a very solid trend.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm pretty yeah, sure
0: that's how it goes. Yeah, I could s- be wrong. Who
1: somehow cares? we are on a certain track.
0: Yep. Let's go to the next character and maybe yeah. they'll have figured it out if our dripping sarcasm hasn't been enough <laughs> to give it away.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, if Ryan was here, he just would protest. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, yeah, that's right. why we don't let Ryan be here because Ryan <laughs> is a bluey. Yes. Which, oddly enough, is our third card. The third hero and card combination <laughs> make your hero rage quit, make your opponent rage quit, is in fact the porcupine, Brovar. <laughs> and yes, I know, he's not a porcupine, he's a pangolin. Yes. I got it. He's still a porcupine. Okay. So, why is Brovar annoying Zerigal, aside from the fact that he's blue? Double D, double die. <laughs> i, I was've I, I've been trying to hold back on
1: that but i, I had to let it look at once i'm
0: sorry just I had let it had out. To do that just once i feel much better the, now the,
1: the thing is uh I mean uh, let's say that way he had he had a super annoying ultimate mm-hmm. which uh yeah pvP geeks had to somehow uh update it was actually removed from the <laughs> it, game. It, it was just no, we just quit that. <laughs> yep. Let's it was just...
0: straight out removed from the game.
1: Yeah, abort mission.
0: <laughs> Abandon.
1: Abandoned hero. No, so instead of um and instead of kicking an entire hero out of the game, uh the Honestly the, the better choice. Yeah, okay, for us, maybe, but for not for everyone. blue players. For um, everyone. Was just changing the ultimate, so now um Let's say he has gotten through Avalanche, he he, he got uh, a more, yeah. Mm. How how can we describe this more? It's
0: rabble-rousing.
1: Yeah. He it's, push, it,
0: he slow, he repeat four times, Mo.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Except it's four times total, which means it would have been three. Oh, well. Anyways. Yeah.
1: So beforehand, we had an ultimate that really just uh pulled every hero together and uh, it was like and now you're you're in prison here oh, with me, great. and you you can't you can't run away you you have to attack me and what were the other effects uh for anyone was there, who's... Was there a disarm oh. and and slow i don't uh remember.
0: actually i have battle cry right here because i pulled it out so battle cry uh yeah, place battle cry. each enemy hero in brovar's line of sight adjacent to him Then, if Brovar is shapeshifted, apply slow and disarm to all enemy heroes adjacent to him.
1: Oh my god. Slow and disarm.
0: Yeah, it was totally crippling. So for those of you who have have ever played League of Legends, think of like Diana's ultimate where she just sucks everyone in and then smashes you with Mm. the moon. Except Mm -hmm. it doesn't do damage. It just completely cripples your ability to do like anything else.
1: Yeah. So we updated that yep. <laughs> into another ultimate which uh, isn't bad. Nope. But uh Still might annoying. be and yeah, it's annoying but might be more situational. Yes. So but generally his his abilities are the interesting part. He's uh, Very much. generally a blue hero with uh, green access to green mana runes. Um shapeshifted friendly heroes within 3 hexes get plus 1 armor. So this is Super annoying, super protective. Uh, if you don't run a total mage team... Clinton, to de- where are you at? Yeah, the triple mages on the road. Um, then you really need to somehow have a good, really good plan to get beyond those uh, big armors. So that's his first skill. Second skill is the Valiant Taunt. So if he's shapeshifted, oh, oh, oh. then when an enemy hero activates... Adjacent to Bruva. They must declare an attack action targeting him if possible. So your first action that you do after activating your hero is you need to attack Bruva. And this is this is super annoying. I mean, you only have three action points per hero per, per round. And it's always a super, uh, yeah, a super heady thinking process to, to really uh, work out your plan and then just Brovar moves in. Nope! Uh nope. Just quit your plan. You need to attack me first. I just told uh, you.
0: If uh, if you guys have ever played with exploding kittens, Brovar essentially whips out the Pope of Nope card. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> have, have,
0: you, have you ever I, played that game? Yeah, I
1: never played it. I heard oh of it. my god. I okay, I'll send we... you an image later. Yeah, there, there's yeah, there's, please. Like, uh,
0: there's like a card that like lets you negate cards that other players played, and it's just uh, literally cool. called the Pope of Nope.
1: The Pope of Noble oh, that's it's so I mean, it's I mean, so good. The the card's name is already oh, s- great. <laughs> super super cool. It is fantastic. Uh, it is, it is like, a
0: great game to play with your children. Although I would strongly recommend getting the no, regular they're,
1: version. They're going to hate me. Um no! uh, well, we played Munchkin.
0: Oh, okay, very nice. Yeah, so very nice. Yeah,
1: I know how people can hate each other.
0: Well, to be fair, yes. that's the product of Munchkin. Like yeah. <laughs> Munchkin is Munchkin is one of those games that is designed for you to break up friendships.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> like it's it's like Monopoly. You play it with people that you are no longer interested in maintaining a healthy relationship
1: with. I mean, generally, why would you play Monopoly?
0: I exactly. Um <clears throat> there well that yeah. Okay, that yeah. That's, that's also uh, really the question uh, <laughs> there. Why would you play Monopoly?
1: We just we just put that aside. Get yes. back to uh, so, oh, let's say the message is, did you get this theme? <laughs> the what
0: was the message? Yeah. What was At the this message? point, this is such a mess. I don't even know what the point was. Oh.
1: <laughs> the point was, so let's get back to the heroes.
0: Oh, yeah. And we so, were talking
1: about annoying stuff. Yes. <laughs> and we so, mentioned now three or uh, certain hero combination, that like top three heroes and card combos. Ah, the card combo for, for Brovar.
0: Yes. What would you pair with Brovar to make him more annoying than he already is?
1: shield slam oh sinkhole uh-huh and maybe something comparable like thorn roots maybe
0: legs of nantaka <laughs> i am going to petition that in the sky tear reprint we just rename thorn roots as legs of nantaka
1: that's interesting that's a good idea thank legs you i rarely deck. have them <laughs> yeah you really have to from time to time you get Occasion, yes, it's nice. uh, it's like what I it's like
0: I explained. We take the shotgun approach. You just fire a whole bunch, and no, some, no, no, something's no. gonna hit.
1: No, we we don't. Ryan does. True. Ryan does. Yeah. Uh, that's true. And that's why he quit.
0: That's right. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think about this? Oh, right, that's right. You're not here to tell us.
1: <laughs> so Shirt Slam, why would I choose Schiedam? Uh, well, well, mm,
0: can't imagine. So Shield Slam, obviously, as we know, is piercing damage to an adjacent target and then apply slow. So mm-hmm. after you have already taunted someone into primarily wasting their attack action, uh, of course, obviously, if it's a mage, the damage will at least go through and stick. But generally speaking, mm-hmm. the, the taunt is enough to kind of waste out the attack action and, and uh, ruin someone's plans. They're going to at least likely try to move and then perhaps use a worship effect or move a lead effect, or something to get away from Brovar. Yeah. So of course, as a result, you're going to say, nope, we're going to shield slam you, and then they get to only move one, and now they're down to a single action left.
1: Yeah, so, for example- feels Yeah, feels Batman. And Thorn Roots is uh, another good idea. The next time target edges enemy hero would be moved by an effect, that effect is canceled. So you just canceled an entire uh, movement. Yep. Which is pretty annoying. And yes. yeah, sinkhole just goes in that same direction. I yeah. mean, we could also use something like slide, for example.
0: Cha cha, real uh, smooth.
1: Uh, uh, there, no. there are some some pretty, <laughs> uh, some pretty nice option to just be annoying to, uh, to your enemy so that he can't really move away. Yeah. Or, for example, grasp of graphite. Yes, that's if a lot the of choice. If target enemy hero has slow, then cannot be moved. With the next movement effect, mm-hmm. yeah, which is pretty nice as well, or, or a nice option uh, in this constellation.
0: There are, in conclusion, there are a number of ways that Brovar can go from really obnoxious to really, really obnoxious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: That that is the summary of our discussion. So, in case you haven't noticed, <clears throat> all three of the heroes—well, Freil—I would argue—is more of an aggressive hero, but all three of the heroes are blue. Mm-hmm. Therefore, in conclusion. Blue team makes your opponent rage quit because blue just isn't fun.
1: <laughs> it's the most annoying team up you could imagine. I'm
0: ready. I'm ready for the flood of people yes. complaining now in the Discord. RG, you just don't like blue because you're a Yami fanboy. That is yes. correct. But also, we have done unbiased analysis.
1: Uh, yes. <clears throat> Speaking
0: sure. of Yami, let's now yes. move on to a much more <laughs> positive topic. Top three heroes with synergy. So we debated throwing things around here, um, coming no. up with some different ideas. Sorry.
1: No, we didn't. You yes, just, we did. You We're just going to killed... lie to the people. Yeah, you just killed my ideas.
0: <laughs> That's because your ideas all involved, can we? And I refuse to dedicate anything more than hatred and like a footnote <laughs> to her okay. on this show.
1: Maybe the listeners just want to hear your ideas first. Maybe uh Maybe.
0: <laughs> in this case uh so we're going to actually go with a very good pairing here in my opinion one that's a little bit underutilized only because it's a kind of rainbow effect with the three three heroes but we have yami ishitosk and miyuki so in this scenario you do get access to all the cards which of course could be difficult if you know you can't draw the cards you need for the situation that you are in blah 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 but in this case Ishitosk, if you've got pillars down, which if you're using Yami and Ishitosk, likely making use of the Yami taxi abilities, so you're going to clear out extra minions using Yami's um passive ability. Mm -hmm. You're going to be skating all over the map. And if Ishitosk has a pillar down, similar to Brilvar, there is an uh, active effect, wherein if the opponent activates adjacent to Ishitosk while he has line of sight to a pillar, they're slow, or excuse me, while he's within three of a pillar, Mm -hmm. then he uh, then the activating hero is slowed. And of course, Miyuki applies a mark and a slow, so also providing tons of, you know, area control. But more importantly, Miyuki's ability, when an enemy is marked, they have minus one attack and they don't get to flip.
1: This is super annoying. So you could, especially against specialist, (laughs) haha, (laughs) um, the specialty here, of specialists here we specializing are again and, and specializing specialists. in despecializing specialists. Yeah, that's you. You can read my mind. Say that
0: one five times fast.
1: Five times fast. Five times fast. Not five th- times. Fast. <laughs> 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 I I should have said that one. That one that one that one that, one. that one. that one. that one. that one. That
0: one. We are now observing in the wild a German with a sense of humor. Let's study it carefully as we observe its movements, trying to make the american go crazy
1: i'm still here. great
0: observation <laughs> all right <laughs> moving on with our lives so in conclusion these three heroes provide you with a substantial amount of board control both uh from an aggressive perspective and from a minion and hero control perspective as well as zarigal yeah. mentioned that minus one on the flips means that if you are able to apply a disarm as well that is a guaranteed zero damage from the hero, meaning they can't attack a minion, they can't attack an enemy hero, anything of that nature to deal any damage, which obviously is going to not trigger a number of the effects from heroes, since most of them are when you damage minion, when you damage hero, do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so by combining Miyuki with Disarm, you will guarantee that basically anyone who's not an assassin class deals zero damage.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah and we just throw in one of the new cards vendetta
0: ah yes
1: and you get a lot of extra mm. damage uh, through your attack yes. so you get you get plus x attack mm-hmm. where uh, x is twice the number of conditions on target enemy hero and yeah just muki provides two three you mark uh you slow um so if if you are able to put a disarm, as you yep. mentioned maybe some exhaustion some, perhaps yeah something? Some exhaustion. yeah something like that then it's just 6 extra damage Oof. red hearts mm-hmm. and that all hurts.
0: of a sudden uh, all of a sudden the the calm and peaceful woman wearing the the elegant robe is swinging at you and dealing over half your life in one hit mhm and uh, then you sit there and cry
1: yes Yes, but absolutely.
0: what do we notice about these heroes? They're red!
1: <clears throat> no, Isha Tosk isn't. But you could play... Mine oh, is! Yeah.
0: That's how I painted him, okay?
1: Uh, you- <laughs> Actually, no, funny. I
0: didn't. I lied. I-, I, painted it okay. with like a gr- I painted it with a green-gray, similar to what's on the card.
1: <sighs> God. I <laughs> knew had a heart attack. Um, hey, this was your idea. Ishi- it was my idea with Yami, Isha Tosk and Miyuki.
0: Uh-huh.
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. After uh-huh. you just just killed the idea of Akuti, uh, Akrit, and... K- <sighs> <sighs> That's <Russell>. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Akuti... <laughs> uh,
0: So our next topic uh, (laughs) on the list here that we want to go over and the final one that we're going to take a look at tonight is the outsider discussion. Uh, (laughs) So we did something of this sort of before where we talked, you know, which outsider do you bring in which scenario? But So we're going to do a little bit more of a spin flavor here in this one. We have the, the OG outsider, the giant three panel or the three hex abomination that crosses the sky tear boundary lines versus the humble silent ambassador.
1: What a fantastic segue. Just Isn't to ignore it? my... Yeah. We <laughs> ignore so it can you know. we, I know. Another, <laughs> can we do this segue? Yes, we can.
0: Yes, we can. We are <laughs> Bob the Builder here.
1: Top three hero synergies. There are... Uh, just to and the last thought, there are another... A lot of... A lot of... But there are several different... Yes. Um, hero synergies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it always depends on... Yeah, let's say which colors maybe you are going yes. to prefer, um, what kind of style you want to play, uh, gameplay-wise. So more mm-hmm. aggressive, more controllish, or uh, pushing, or something like that. So other here constellations might make more sense, for yes. example. This is just one of the examples that we Correct. saw, for example, in certain constellations uh, in in the last qualifiers, for example. Mm-hmm. Um. And they just make sense, mm-hmm. bringing them together. So that was the, yeah.
0: And the one, the three the three that we listed for the frustration component oh earlier, yes. another three set that works well. A up for Hill Brovar worked very well on the Ashen Pass. Allows mm-hmm. you to control the control the territory very oh yes. easily. Oh yes. Oh uh, yes. Another another one that's actually kind. Con- it's it's super jank, but it's actually really funny whenever it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I did the C Dubs and I played a, a clash game um a couple couple clash iterations ago and it was on ashen pass mm-hmm. and so he ran uh i think it was ekrit zakol shadrus
1: Ekrit zakol and shadrus okay interesting. so, so the objective
0: is... is literally just knock your opponent around wow and it's actually really really annoying yeah like the the, the rune the rune alignment doesn't really work out very well mm-hmm. but like the, the obnoxious factor of just knocking your opponent's heroes all over the place more than makes up for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there might be other constellations and card combinations that we didn't think of or we still don't know that yep. they exist or could work.
0: And we're so, hoping yeah, new just, people can find them.
1: Yes, yes. So feel free to give us feedback on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, getting back to the outsiders. So you mentioned... Uh, Og versus Silent Ambassador. I yes. think the the outsider battle or, or the so question what we're going that, to do. That, there's there's a question behind it. Like there which is. of the two outsiders would you choose if and this and in this is case I'm open. going to
0: pitch. I'm going to okay. pitch. Which of these two outsiders would you choose if we were playing a game of dodgeball? <laughs> <laughs> At no uh, point uh, was uh, it specified that this had to be related to Sky Terminator. Okay,
1: Go. I I would I would choose Silent Ambassador.
0: Okay, and. <laughs> Because,
1: because yeah, OG is so big, you can't mm-hmm. miss him.
0: Also, Silent <laughs> Ambassador has Wormhole. She can just yeah. swap, she can swap, you know, teammates <clears> around. <throat> that way, you have the one kid that's really annoying, but you have to pick them, because otherwise their parents will complain that, like, you're neglecting their kid, even though it's their kid's behavioral conduct. Uh-huh. You just worm, You just wormhole your star player with the annoying kid. The annoying kid gets hit, they're out.
1: Oh, boom. Wow, what a strategy! (laughs) We endorse
0: bullying here on Outsiders... No, we don't actually.
1: Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how can we get back (laughs) to a serious discussion?
0: (laughs) Let's talk about the trolley problem. So we've been talking about that quite often in uh, the start of the school year, and so therefore the trolley problem, for those of you who are not familiar, if you have a a trolley hurling down the track, out of control, the brakes are broken, and there are five people <laughs> lying on the track. <laughs> I, I was assuming you were going to cut me off here, and we weren't actually going to do the trolley problem. But apparently, we're going to do the trolley problem. So the no, co- no, so- no.
1: We just we just cut that. Uh, okay. So, um, <laughs> what do you think could be? Would you choose if I don't know? If, would you choose if, if there were certain... three
0: aggressive victory
1: conditions? Okay, three, three aggressive, three aggressive,
0: three aggressive victory conditions. So let's say like onslaught, <laughs> double kill. And Bloodlust.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> Still difficult decision. Yeah, Still. because
0: both of them... So, yeah. like, they're both ranged. They both have three plus on the flip.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. The thing is, you can... Yeah, I, I mean, Silent Umbessa could be more useful, especially for some setups that you might want to do mm-hmm. for double kill. Um, if there is... A victory condition like the tamer on the table. Ooh. Uh could be I could yeah, it's difficult. Uh I, I can't say I'm going more with silent. A little bit. A little bit. I think you can get more damage out of it. Everything mm-hmm. again. Three plus and the one plus for the uh uh the stone storm, mm-hmm. the AoE. Mm-hmm. And for OG it would be Yeah, the three-plus attack. Uh, The zero-plus is piercing, but it's a pushing effect. I mean, you can reposition an enemy hero, but it's uh, mm, more situational than maybe Silent Ambassador's uh, the the other ability, uh, the Wormhole ability. Yes. I mean, the advantage for OG might be um, being able to get another card, to draw a card. Mm -hmm. This could be helpful generally if you are lacking of cards because you lost control maybe or you had to spend cards in an aggressive uh, gameplay or to maybe dodge attacks or mm-hmm. to uh power up your attacks so mm-hmm. og could be useful in that uh, that sense yep mm-hmm. so my, my
0: take yeah as you said my mm-hmm. take is i i like the scion ambassador just because again with the wormhole ability like because obviously, and again, this is this is my bias with red yellow, mm-hmm. but I can wormhole someone, set them up, and then soul scream yeah. them. So mm-hmm. if if you wormhole that, you know, soul scream does quite a bit of damage, especially if I'm using a mage. Like very mm-hmm. easily could be seven or eight damage if I'm using Kichi or Sithero or something there, um, and very easily gets the double kill there. So. Hmm. I'm I'm a fan I agree there are definitely strong use cases for the OG I just find the silent ambassador to be just a little more
1: flexible a little more flexible yeah I I think so too so the thing is we we did uh, a a certain uh, a certain selection before uh, starting the recording we were Mm -hmm. saying like okay it's OG versus silent ambassador for sure Mm. and then we have the next Distinction or different different Yeah, distinction's good. Yeah, so, distinction... yeah distinction's good. Or grouping, um, Yeah, grouping. So we were thinking about yeah, next next thing is Terror of the Endless Knights mm-hmm. versus the rest. So Scourge, yep. uh, Dark Vigilante and Lord of the Ancestors. Yep. Um I mean that already um is something that it might be interesting for the listeners so why why do we see where there are some difference maybe why do we why did we select og and silent ambassador separated from the other outsiders
0: i think the main thing comes down to versatility and just like universal usefulness so mm. the og and the silent ambassador both have ranged attack whereas the other four all have melee so already they have range reduction in addition the spawning conditions for each of them are more restrictive. So for the outsider, the original mm-hmm. outsider, all you have to do is place it so that it's across the dome. Yes. The silent ambassador, all you have to do is place it so that it's adjacent to the dome perimeter, either inside or outside the dome, which makes it very, very easy to position. Usually, obviously, there's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure some niche cases where it's not, and I get that. But generally speaking, very easy to play both place both of those so that you can get good effects out of them on Mm -hmm. the other hand the terror has to be spawned in a cover hex which means if you've got everybody on one side of the map all you have to do if you know you're going to lose the dome is just drop your heroes inside the bushes Mm -hmm. and then the terror is pretty much like going to have to waste a couple effects maybe one Mm -hmm. maybe two depending on which map and where it's at just moving so they can actually get to someone um reducing the effect the scourge has to replace the exact be placed on the exact tile that someone in the dome was standing on Mm, dark vigilante has to be spawned at a building
1: board of the ancestors
0: has to be played on minions so not always Mm. optimal spawning conditions for them
1: yeah so those uh let's say two categories of outsiders Mm -hmm. through versatility yes um and even if you would would have uh, been thinking about just uh controllish um, victory conditions we would mm-hmm. still be discussing maybe generally about og and silent ambassador sure um depending on certain scenarios or let's say certain hero setups and your your deck preparations, you might want to choose one of the other outsiders.
0: I would argue, in a control game, the Silent Ambassador is generally better, just due to the fact that, again, you can swap someone mm. out of position, then you can slow them, making mm. it, depending on, obviously, relative positioning, almost impossible for them to influence a control point. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're if they're on, you know, the outer edge of the control token, and then you just send them back towards their own nexus, and the control token is mm-hmm. pushing away from them, um, or vice versa, they're in the middle of the field. The control token is pressed up against their tower, and then you just fling them against your own tower, so they're on the way opposite side of the field. And then you slow them. They have to burn all their stuff and still not even be able to influence the control zone because they've been slowed. So the sign ambassador mm-hmm. in control games, to me, mm-hmm. makes more more sense.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, versatility, and you can destroy a bit the setup, the enemy's setup. Uh, uh, uh hero wise mm-hmm. um <clears throat> which is absolutely important in this game so the hero placement um how you are developing your setup let's say with mm-hmm. the heroes throughout each round so this is this this becomes in pretty handy yes um if you're going to use the wormhole for example or if you if you can slow enemy heroes more than one hero for example which which can happen easily as well depending on positioning and positioning is uh, is a key key in the game yeah okay yeah
0: all right well uh we're getting close to time here for this one so we're gonna kind of wrap things up a little Mm -hmm. bit with this discussion we still do have a couple more points actually so as a preview of coming attractions for episode 53 we have discussions on sakoshi's value or lack thereof minus one cards and one mana cards so we'll talk about those whenever we get our next episode and if you guys have anything else that you want us to add to the list please feel free to do so and we will attempt to discuss them without getting terribly derailed.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: I mean, I said we would attempt to.
1: Yes. The important yes, thing yes. is that
0: we try here, Zaragol.
1: Yeah, we try. Uh, let's see what happens if, if Ryan jumps back onto the show. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, oh yes. We'll see. So maybe we can surprise you uh, with a guest, for example, in the next episode. We uh, are quite flexible and uh, that's, uh, in that terms, can you bend so, it like Beckham? can you did you just can did you just use Kinui?
0: No, I said, can you?
1: oh, I don't know <laughs> I don't know, oh
0: my God, okay, if anyone is still listening at this point, we admire we admire your tenacity and dedication, and thank you for your support.
1: yes, absolutely okay.
0: Alright, any final thoughts that you uh, you have before we go ahead and wrap up this, today's mess?
1: Mm, no, I'm pretty happy with all the stuff we talked about. Uh, it's It's been more time, I think, that I was expecting mm. we would spend, but uh, I hope we got some messages out there, and yeah, I can't wait for your feedback. We'll
0: talk about the trolley problem next time, I promise.
1: Have a good day, everyone! See ya, bye-bye. Outsiders only. This is SkyTerra.